Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to the quick hitter version of Buckets, Boards, and Block from Pure Hoops Media. Along with King McClure, I'm Monica McNutt. Our featured discussion this week is with Indiana Fever rookie Lauren Cox. Here, she shares her personal experience with the WNBA and keeping social justice at the forefront of people's minds as play begins. So, the Fever did a social injustice video, and you were at the very end of it. How does that, with everything going on in the world right now, how important was that for uh, team unity? I think it was really important. Um, We had talked about it a little bit and just trying to come up with things that we can do, um, not just our organization. You know, it, it needed to come from us and you know, we all put together some videos. Um, we had someone edit it and put it all together. So I think that was really important just to show that we were all unified together um, for a greater cause. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's it's really, it's a really big deal. And I, I mean, I commend you guys. I commend the W. Um, as we've talked about activism and athletes, I think a lot of people forget that the WNBA, and you were still in college at this point, but and you might have actually still been in high school, Lauren, but the WNBA really was kind of the first league that whose players really put it out there. You know what I mean? Like, I, um, I'm thinking 2016, so maybe Colin has started kneeling, um, but I just remember that summer, the Philando Castile deal in the Minnesota Lynx. Like, that was the first time you saw professional athletes um, use their platform in that way, but I'm just super proud as a fan of the dialogues. And that really wasn't a question. That was kind of just a statement. So yay you for being part of the WNBA and the dialogues. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I think as a league, like, we're all on different teams, but we're all unified. We're all one, and we all want the same thing, you know. Um, so I think that's really important as a league as a whole. No, that, that, that is really important. Um, so I was scrolling down Instagram the other day, and you know, there's there's been a big debate about the NBA as far as what they put on the back of their jerseys. And I was scrolling down Instagram the other day and, and saw uh, Brianna Taylor on the back of a WNBA player's jersey. Um, inform me, like I said, I'm not I'm not super informed on the on a women's game. That's why we got Monica here. I'm more up on the men's game. What is it? What is the WNBA allowing you guys to do as far as putting social uh, justice or any type of names on the back of your jerseys? Please, please, please inform me and the viewers. So I think we all came together and decided on just that one name. Um, just like I said, to stay unified, to stay as one. And um, it was really important. Um, a lot of different players brought it up and. I mean, we made it happen, and um, we're happy to wear her name on the back of our jersey. The campaign king is called Say Her Name. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it, mm-hmm. it's the whole WNBA effort. Obviously, Breonna Taylor is the woman whose name comes to mind when we think of 2020 and what is presented us. But there have been yeah. other women have been victims of police brutality and for whatever reason in the narrative um women seem to get lost and so it's amazing to me again i just can't commend the leaders of the w enough whether you talk about um neca and what she's doing with the players union and then i believe there's a council that they've now put together um that will be lending their voice and figuring out ways that the w can partner to move social justice causes forward i just i think it's great i know i was one who was reticent about sports coming back because I felt like the messaging would be lost just by nature of sports are back. We're now paying attention to the games and how many blocks Lauren got and how many minutes guys are playing and so on and so forth. But I think I have been impressed and very pleased with and inspired with the intentionality that athletes in the wobble and in the bubble are moving with. I mean, I think about the other day in Tobias Harris, his entire press conference was we need to get the cops who killed Breonna Taylor, they need to be held accountable. Like that's all he said. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think athletes are doing a great job of putting pressure on. And this to me is a mm-hmm. tremendous reminder that while you guys are fantastic at bouncing a ball, shooting shots, blocking shots, like you're people that live in this society as well. And as a society, we need to be doing better. So I just, I love it. Yeah, I think that was the main thing um, going into the bubble. You know, players, our executive committee, our player reps, they were really on the league, like, what are we going to be able to do from inside the bubble for social injustices? You know, what what are we going to be able to do? And that was big for them. They wanted to have different options, different things that they could do, um, like putting um, the name on the jersey. Lauren, and I, okay, so I'm going to go there because this is this pod and King is your friend and I, I think that you're eloquent and smart and you can handle it. Um, you are an athlete, Lauren, but you're also a white woman. Right. And you grew up in Texas. Baylor is a Christian university in Texas. I had a handful of friends reach out to me through all of this and kind of say, you know, how can we be allies? How can we actually move this forward? Um, and what way has this whole thing kind of been eye opening for you? If, if Or has it or have you been one of those folks that's always been very keenly aware of the differences in our country in terms of experiences of black folks and white folks? Um, I've. I've kind of always been aware of it. Um, my boyfriend is black, so mm-hmm. I I know some of the things that he goes through. And, um, you know, I when all of this started coming out, I mean, I feared for his life at times, and um, that's hard. And um, because of that, I, I get hate messages on, like, social media all the time um, just mm-hmm. because of mm-hmm. that. And um, that's really hard to see because, I mean, I was raised to – not see the color of your skin. I was raised to treat everyone equally, um, no matter where they grew up, no matter where they came from, whatever it was, that's just how I was raised. And um, that's how I'm going to raise my kids one day. Hmm. Wow. That's wow. Thanks for sharing that. Wow. If you'd like to hear more, check out the full version of buckets, boards and blocks with Monica McNutt and me, King McClure from Pure Hoops Media.